today I'd like to explore the meaning of taking refuge in the Buddha nature within. Because of COVID-19, people have been staying at home, keeping distance from each other. Many people feel fear and anxiety of this situation. It can be overwhelming, causing strong emotions or even physical symptoms such as insomnia. We know that our mind can be very tranquil and open at some moment, and yet when we face some challenging situations, we get caught in our reactivity and getting small-minded and judgmental. Even when we really don't want to hold on to those negative thoughts or habitual behaviors, sometimes it seems very difficult to get out of that loop. To practice in this kind of state where you feel helpless, I'm not only talking about COVID-19. In our normal daily life, we sometimes feel overwhelmed by strong emotions, stresses, the sense of helplessness, etc. If you are to cope with these emotions, we first need some basic understanding of our minds that our thoughts and emotions are constantly changing. They constantly arising and ceasing. They arise only as you meet a certain object or triggers, which we call a sensory condition in Buddhism. So they do not exist by themselves, and they are not permanent. They are constantly changing, therefore they are not something dependable. What you can always depend on is a silent awareness that you experience when you pause and step back from your mind and observe yourself. It is always there. And you don't need to get enlightened to understand this. Even right at this moment, you can try this. So let's just stay in silence for a short while. Soften your gaze. Just like you become aware of your breathing when you practice sitting meditation. Just become aware of whatever thoughts or emotions you have now. See if you can listen to your own thinking mind, just like you become a third person. Once we pause our mind and step back 
we can always access that space where it is silent and calm and alert and clear at the same time. The reason why it seems very hard that we let go of our, of our thoughts and emotions is because once we become disturbed by something, we immediately identify ourselves with those emotions. So we need a 100% of faith if we are not fully awakened. The faith that our mind is reasonably free from disturbance, delusion, and wrongdoings. How do you identify yourselves makes huge difference on how you handle your emotions. It is almost impossible to create any space from your anger when you are identified with the anger. I used to meditate with the image of an empty vessel for some period of time. I, it, it worked very well. So I sat and I visualized that I am an empty vessel only with the energy flowing in my body. With breathing. And one day, I became a little upset because of um, what somebody told me. I tried to calm my mind in visualizing that empty vessel. An empty vessel only with the calm energy flowing without any disturbances. Just empty and peace. But it didn't work. So when I was talking to one of my friends on the phone, I shared this. I said, that image of an empty vessel, it worked very well when I uh, practiced sitting meditation. But when I uh, meet a sensory condition, a challenging situation, it doesn't work that much. And she said, why are you trying to empty the vessel? There is not any vessel to empty from the beginning. Yeah, I was shocked. <laughs> and it became some um, turning point. So even at the moment that you are very stressed and upset, and even after you commit the same habitual negative behaviors hundred and hundred times, if you have the clear understanding or firm faith of your true original mind, not being identified with your emotions, it becomes possible to let go of them. However, Human beings can be very forgetful. We easily forget that openness and creativity that we've realized do exist in our mind. 
For example, when we become depressed, we easily identify ourselves as the depression or anger, laziness itself. And we hardly create any space between them and ourselves. These are the moments that we need to remember what we truly are. We can apply the first item of the essential dharmas of daily practice this way. So we're going to recite the whole items at the end of the service. So let's say you experience some kind of anxiety. This is just an example. You can say to yourself like this, my mind is originally free from anxiety. But anxiety has a reason in response to this situation that I'm currently experiencing. I will never forget that the space of equanimity is always available if only I let go of the anxieties that I am having now. I know that it is home where I can always return to. Therefore, I vow to practice wholeheartedly, to let go of the disturbing mind, and to come home. It's kind of long. So I would say that the short version of this long statement is Namu Ami Tabul. Does that make sense to you? When we chant Namu Amitabha with our whole heart, focusing your mind in each and every syllable of the mantra, it directs our attention from all the thoughts and emotions that we are struggling with, and we really come home. We return to that space of wakefulness and presence and tenderness. We take refuge in that space, in that awareness. The pure awareness here. A true refuge is a refuge that's dependable, which means it's not something passing. It is something that we can rest our mind in. It is the inner sanctuary that everybody has within our minds. We need to remind ourselves of this each and every time we become disturbed because, you know, we are very forgetful and to know and to practice are not always aligned. Last week, I needed to go to a market to buy something. It was the first time that I went out of the Wandama Center since the outbreak of COVID-19. So I checked to see if I have everything that I needed, the driver's license, corporate credit card, and my, my credit card just in case, and the list of the things uh, to buy, etc. It was at that moment that one of the ministers told me 
don't forget to bring a mask. And I was surprised. I did not even think about a mask. I know how important to wear a mask to protect from coronavirus. And I am the one who felt very relieved when the face of mask became mandatory. However, when it came to the moment when I actually needed to wear a mask, I totally forgot about it. It's possible that there is a gap between what you know and what you actually do. So what are the key gateways to remembering? The mantra Namu Amitabu is considered one of those reminders. And different traditions use different reminders, not just mantras, but also different images. And in one Buddhist tradition, we enshrine this uh, one circle image to remind us of the truth of the universe and our original nature. Just looking at this circle image or to sit and contemplating on it, um, it can be a great gateway to remembering. So there can be different reminders. And today I'm talking about using the mantra of Namu Amitabul as your reminder. There are other famous mantras such as uh, Om Mani Padme Hum, and I believe um, they have the same effect. We have our habits when we get stressed or when we are afraid, and there is a sense of something is wrong and something is missing. And that we tend to go towards whatever is easiest to relieve us and the most comforting in that moment. Surfing the internet, YouTube, Netflix, television, shopping, etc. When I was a teenager, whenever I had to prepare an exam, I always used to start to do something else. Organizing my room, or reading a magazine, or a novel. A novel. <laughs> Endlessly. So after I finished reading one, I immediately pick up another one without pausing a moment. It was a method to avoid the stress of studying. Obviously, they were false refugees, very short-lasting and not really working. I like reading books which is good, but when reading becomes a false refuge for you, there is kind of um, some quality of addiction. It's hard to stop, preventing me from doing what I'm supposed to do. So false refugees give us some temporary comfort, but they are, something, they are sometimes not healthy. And mostly, they don't work in the end. So we take false refuge in many other things, with many other forms. 
some addictive behaviors or some substance, hardworking, filling your schedule with works and appointments. However, whatever types of false refugees you may like, it does not mean that you are a bad person or they are bad things. You don't need to attribute any judgmental word to them. Rather than that, you need this attitude, like, I keep trying to do this to feel better. It just doesn't work. We now know that we are not our thoughts, emotions, or behaviors, and that we are more than that. So after we notice that we did something that doesn't really work for me, we can only move on without adding anything to that pure reflection. Without the understanding of our true nature, we can easily become judgmental and harsh to ourselves. The first thing that you should remember when you think you did something bad or wrong is not beating yourself up. You first need to remind yourself of your true nature, true Buddha nature within you. That is originally free from wrongdoings. Not just by words. Maybe you can sit and contemplate on it for a short while. And then the only thing that you should do is to be aware and to move on. Reciting Namu Amitabu is great because it can be chanted anytime and anywhere, either verbally or silently, either on a cushion or off the cushion. It is a great meditation practice if you sit and chant. You can extend the, um, the period of time. You can chant even an hour. Let me share how I, how I practice Namu Amitabur. I practice chanting for a short while before I go to bed. And as soon as I wake up in the morning, sometimes I feel that my mind is not cleared with some thoughts from the previous day. Then I chant Namu Amitabur silently before I get up. In the morning meditation, when I find I have too many thoughts, then I chant Namu Amitabu silently. Sometimes during the entire meditation session. If my mind is disturbed by something, then I add this simple hand mudra to focus better. This just that I'd like to share with you. Namu Amitabha. You can match its finger with um, each syllable. Namu Amitabha. Namu Amitabha. So you, when you add your physical sensations to your chanting mantra, then it, adds, uh, it helps you to focus better. So you can try this.
it helps that I drop all the other thoughts, all the other thoughts, and just focus on the mantra. Whenever I want to focus, it helps to recite the mantra silently. Whenever I want to be reminded of my true nature, my Buddha mind, Ilwansang mind, and not to become a judgmental of myself, then I chant Namu Ami When you feel overwhelmed by your emotions, I recommend that I recommend that you practice uh, chanting verbally. Or maybe you can try adding hand mudra with your chanting practice. So I hope that we all find the true refuge within ourselves and are able to rest our mind in there whenever we want to. Namu Amitabha. Thank you.